pod. I'm not even trying anymore, so you can just do your thing. <laughs> Whatever. So f- cheery. Uh, hello, Effers. I'm your host. I'm going to write you lyrics for the rest of the song. Pod. I'll say pod. Pod. <laughs> he got it. There you happy pod. <laughs> Nailed it. He got it right on time. It's just because I can't win. It's just like when I went off about the Patriots. I'm, just, I'm mad over something I can't control. <laughs> He's got pod fatigue. Yes. Jeez. Uh, I thought that was we never joke. let him That's do his intro. <laughs> no. The poor guy just no. wants to introduce us and get on with the fucking thing, and we don't we'll let him. keep screaming at him. You know what it is. Yeah. It's the Titans edition of football and other F-words. I'm Internet Keith. And you just been effed. And <laughs> well, no, no. That's oh, for the that bonus episode. That's why I'm a host. <laughs> You're about to be effed. Yeah. You effed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, t- <laughs> I think it is nice to <laughs> warn them beforehand, actually. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the chivalrous you're thing to do. You're going to get effed. Yeah. Just, just so that we're clear on the situation, you're, you're going to be effed. Yeah. It's yeah. about to happen. Um, so today on the Titans edition, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the draft, the upcoming draft that's being held in Nashville. And we're going to give you pointers on, uh, on places to go, people to see or not see. And, uh, I feel like that was a part of a song, and then I feel like the people you go, the places you go, people you see. I, 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 heard that I don't know that. Song. I don't know that smash it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I really nailed it there. As is tradition, I'm joined by some hooligans. The first guy is just a maker of power ballads. It's Zebo. <laughs> Let me just say, you play some uh, way you move right now. I definitely nail it. He likes the way you move. Uh, I like the way this next guy moves. It's Mr. Lebowski, Mike Gillum. How are you There's doing? There's nothing about the way I move that is desirable. <laughs> so you're Mike Needs Gillum a website. now? I, I can go with Michael Gillum now. I thought you're, no, Mike Gillum. He do, called you Mike Gillum. You're going to be Jimmy John Boy Henderson. <laughs> Tim Mikey, Mikey Tim, GJ. Tim Lett Tim oh, Gillum. I might just go back to Mr. Lebowski <laughs> at this point. And uh, finally, we've got Mike Herndon, Mike Miracles, whatever you want to call him. He's here. I'm here. I want to call him Present. Bradley Ledbetter. Present. <laughs> Bradley Ledbetter. Well, that, that doesn't make any sense. Get the lead out with Brad. That's the, the new <laughs> name of this podcast. Um, well, let's get into it. People are coming to Nashville. For what? For, for the NFL draft oh. and, and surrounding festivities. Or bachelorette parties. Or, yeah. Oh. It's, it's actually the, all the great college players uh, from NCAA football next year are just throwing a giant bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. It's really that's really no, what's what, happening. Why don't we right? just are they Lashawn McCoy in Nashville? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to send a picture first. Wow. Yeah, thousands of people are going to be coming into town to watch uh, Roger Goodell do handshakes. They're coming Thursday. into town just to boo Roger Goodell. I think. Yes. God, I can't wait. Um. So yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's talk about Nashville. Uh, where do you want to start? Well, let's start with the fucking calamity that downtown is going to be. Oh. If, if all the stars align, two stars are already aligning, which is the draft. And if you're not familiar with Nashville somehow in this entire realm, the Music City Marathon. Music City Marathon draws. Is it the Music City Marathon you? or is it the other? It's like some other well, marathon. Well, who gives a shit? It's a no, fucking it's marathon a where marathon. marathons are the, the most one. fucking pointless That's thing. on Saturday, though. Okay, so you like to run. Ugh. Oh, go run somewhere but the else. Run, the runners are going to be here for a couple of days beforehand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, Running the route, doing all that crap. And, like, let's talk about marathons real quick. <laughs> I mean, are they not the most pointless thing in America? I mean, I feel like they're so pointless. They're only for the people in the marathon. I, go run on a fucking treadmill instead of as, clogging up my fucking <laughs> road. I can never get to work. 
I had to go around four or five different times <laughs> just because there's a fucking marathon going on. Just oh, ride, look at me. I'm running. Ride your Peloton bike in your di- yeah. dining room or yeah, whatever. So as, a break. As, as a note, <laughs> none of us here at the table can run a marathon. I, can't, I can walk a marathon. I can't drive the length of a marathon without getting out of breath. I can ride a, or I can, yeah, I can ride a marathon. <laughs> if, I'm in, if I'm in a car for 26.2 miles, I'm like, God bless. Can we, yeah, can we pull over? Yeah, Lord, we need a honey bun. Learn today, we were driving or flying back from Atlanta, and we're sit, sitting there in line in the TS pre-check line. She goes, we could just drove home. I said, yeah, but then we'd have to drive. Like, the whole point of us flying <laughs> is that I don't have to drive. That's true. I don't care about you running. I don't care that you have 13.1 as a fucking bumper sticker or whatever else you want. Hey, is that worse or salt life? Ooh, in Tennessee. Salt life. Salt life Aren't they bad. the same life person? Because I, yeah, I feel like they're the same person. person. It's pretty There's pretty like close, a big Venn diagram. It's pretty close, yeah. but I'll at least say this. If you ran a marathon, you, you did something that I admittedly will probably never do in my lifetime. So congratulations. Yeah. Salt life? <laughs> you went to the fucking beach. <laughs> And you got a sticker about it. Yeah. And I don't know what to do with you. Do you think it's weird that people that run marathons run marathons to qualify for other marathons so that they are noticed on Facebook for running marathons? Very oh, no. it's so. They're the yeah. original CrossFitters. They yeah. are. Marathon yeah, runners right. are the original right. CrossFitters. Look at this medal I got for running. Who, so you ran, you wore headphones and ran. Who gives a fucking shit? No, but shit? it's not Their just running. Bled, it's, dude. It's, <laughs> exactly. It's running to the point that your body starts to tell you you shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> your feet are like permanently disfigured. If you bleeding. finish, if you, I want to look up stats on this now because I'm so interested. I'm not interested. It's just disgusting. If you finish a marathon without one of the following things happening, it's you're probably like in the minority. Nipples bleeding. Severe toe problems, as in losing your toenails. I know this because my sister lost her toenails running in a marathon. People pissing and shitting themselves. And this is not in the minority. <laughs> oh, my God. This happens a lot. People lose control of their bowels when you start pushing your body this far. Yeah. Because your body goes, uh, you're doing something wrong. This shouldn't still be happening. This. What's more dangerous for your health? Running 26 miles or drinking 26 beers? Running 26 miles Wait, is definitely in, way worse. Drinking in one 26 day. beers in one day? In one day. I mean, I've done that. I mean, somebody, I've done that. Sure. somebody on a radio station in Arizona chugged like two gallons of water in an hour and died. So <laughs> it depends on how quickly you drink these beers. Because, I mean, how many beers do, do I drink during a Titans game? A few. First half or second half? Just a few? <laughs> yeah. How's the game going? Yeah. Is it the Ravens game? I like 26 is nothing. Is it the Ravens game? Is it the Ravens game? Friend of the show, MJ, What's his, how close yeah. is he to you when yeah. the game is going poorly? You know, what, what are we talking about? No, but so the marathon, if I believe, if I read this correctly, draws like 100,000 people. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Way, fucking losers. There's a hundred thousand fucking losers coming in problem, just to run up a hill. Problem number two, which is not a problem, but it is going to be a problem with the crowd size. The predators are good, continue yes. to be good. Yes. Have a very real possibility of being in the playoffs with a couple of home games right in the middle of this calamity. Yeah. And it so could the, be like against the Jets, because I think it's going to be the second round, and if things shake out like it stands right now i think we'd be playing potentially the, Jets if you in the second round have found your way to this podcast and you have not for whatever reason seen pictures of what downtown nashville looks like during an nhl playoff run it's very impressive look up the pictures but just imagine that with the draft going on so now all of that aside you have the nfl draft coming to town which is going to draw reportedly 
a quarter three, of a million people yeah, over three or four days. Yeah, that's Insane. on the low end of the estimates. And, and they're putting the stage Riverside, which is very important because that means that in in the NHL playoffs they put it on. I uh, think it was yeah Fifth Avenue. Yeah, it's Fifth and, and Broad. So they're only blocking off that little bit. That means that they're probably going to be blocking off probably all the way up to those churches on Eighth. Yeah. I would not be surprised if they block it at least past the arena. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that's blocking for if we have Predators games blocking off a lot, and they got <laughs> stuff going on at the Ryman, and to get in it's it's game. downtown is going to be atrocious. Yes. Before we go any further, I, I will tease this because I was just sitting here thinking about what a disaster it's going to be to get downtown. We're not prepared to speak about it yet, but we do have some big podcast news coming at some point in the next few episodes where we will discuss our intentions as far as football and the other awards podcast for the draft. So t- stay tuned to that. We're not prepared to talk about it right now, but we want it to be as interactive as possible, and I will leave it at that. Yeah. We want yep. we want to f it up. We want to f it up, and we want, we want you to be we involved. Wanna f you in we want to yeah. f it up. <laughs> we want you to f it up. We want to do a lot of effing shit in effing person. So, in public. But so okay, back back to the subject at hand. We have the NFL draft in town, along with the marathon. Those two are guaranteed. With the yeah. possibility of a Predators playoff run, downtown is going to be out of control the last weekend in April. How much times? How much worse will it be versus what Green Hills is on a daily basis? This, I mean, I like to pride myself on having some of the worst traffic in town and reminding everybody that I live in an affluent area that's got <laughs> horrendous traffic for absolutely no reason. Absolutely no reason. These people have there. absolutely nothing to do all day, and they just get in my fucking way. You want to talk about how marathon <laughs> runners get in your way? When I'm driving out Granny White Pike at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, now you're sitting there saying, now, Mr. Lebowski, why are you driving out Granny White Pike at 1 o'clock in the afternoon? You're talking about people who don't have anything to do. Doesn't give a fucking shit. <laughs> people are in my way on a bike. Why are you riding a bike in the middle of the day? Get off Don't the bike. Oh, Get oh, off that bike. Get I saw. Bike. I saw three bikers. They were on. Uh, they were on Charlotte, and they were all in full regalia, like the the helmet, the spandex with like fake sponsors on it and shit. Like, oh, there was a full tour to three of them, and I'm like, oh my full god, they were like, on every side. Street. Who are these people? No, I, I need. So, if you are one of those people, I need you to call into the hotline and leave us a voicemail. Explain yourself. So no, I, I'm going to need you to call in live so we can publicly <laughs> shame you. So any given day, Green Hills traffic is, you know, pretty much like Mount St. Helens going off. It's a complete disaster. <laughs> you can't get anywhere. People are burning. People alive. might be buried alive. But <laughs> if everything lines up, no, uh, just the draft and the marathon is going to be three Mount St. Helens going off. If the Predators playoff is in town, it's going to be Krakatoa blowing up. Let me let me tell you this. You, and having to come from, I just came from the Super Bowl from Atlanta. Atlanta's traffic was oh, it's, it's was terrible. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's already bad anyway, but I can I imagine mean, it was the way they had terrible. things set up was pretty, uh, was pretty horrendous. And it was not like, it was very easy. When I went to the Indianapolis Super Bowl in 2012, it was very easy to get there from a little bit of ways to get into wherever you needed to go was not hard Indianapolis had it set up perfectly Atlanta did not Nashville will never have a Super Bowl because it cannot get its traffic problem in non-event time cannot get it under control it's it's horrible downtown is not laid out very well as far as how people do it downtown is laid out okay from a like 
if you're already downtown. Right, Stanford. right, right. It's it's not laid out okay if you're trying to get to downtown. If you're trying, if you're or coming from 65 from South or 65 North or any of the 40s, however you're trying to get into downtown or from God interstate forbid, 24. Well, yeah, is, I, is awful because people can't drive. People from Kentucky, people from Georgia, for whatever reason, you think Georgian people would be okay at driving in traffic. They suck because everybody wants to follow the speed limit. The speed limit in, in Nashville, Tennessee, I'll give you a hint. It's a guideline. Yeah. It's not – on 440, you rarely see cops. I have I drive on 440 six days the, a week, two times a day. The other question is whether 440 will actually be right. open when the draft is here. So that's a, that's a whole they've, other They've got thing a lane shut down right now, and it's, it's, it's almost impassable. Yeah. No, that, that project is and first off, a year and a half. T-Dot no should way, not have any part of an interstate at 55. It drops down to 55 all of a sudden. On at 65. Pat, yeah, on 65, which is, which is ludicrous in my mind. It's an interstate. It's a highway. It should never drop below 65 as, as a designated speed limit. But the way the streets are laid out with – a lot of one-way streets and very few lanes. Atlanta, at least on their one-way streets, had wide lanes. Mm-hmm. We don't have that in downtown Nashville. I I think that we'll never see a Super Bowl, even though we have the capacity for hotels. I think I saw a stat the other day that we built 59 hotels in Nashville in the last five years. It like, doesn't it's something matter, ridiculous. It doesn't I, matter. Have you seen the hotel prices for the draft? Yeah. Oh, They're yeah, averaging. Yeah. Six hundred fifty dollars a night. Yeah. That's that's like one and a half times fanfare prices. Now I know I looked nuts. up one of the most expensive down hotels Fest, downtown. Are probably not the most expensive. The JW Marriott rooms are going for seven eighty a night. Yeah. My my advice is that's a, they that's, they <laughs> that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. They they had them for the Super Bowl. They'll they'll highlight an area and they'll have little dots on the Lyft app, and they'll say he, here are your designated areas. Don't even go to those designated areas. Walk. I know that we just talked about marathons are fucking stupid. <laughs> I I would get if I my biggest advice to you is to find somewhere within a mile and a half or a mile and walk the thirty minutes. And I, you I, got two and a half months to do walk training. Yeah. And I yeah. to I get actually ready. I can't iterate that enough. Yeah. Reiterate however you want to yeah. put it. Get dropped downtown, off somewhere and walk. Downtown Nashville is not set up in the way that you would think a major, minor, middling metropolitan area should be set up. A, we have about as lack of mass transportation as you, mass transportation as you could possibly have. Yeah. The bus routes in the city make no sense. So if you're planning on trying to come and use our pitiful MTA system, the buses to get to and from downtown, forget that right now. Right. B, Taxis, Uber, and Lyft getting out, in and out of downtown are going to be about your only option. And they're going to be expensive. And, and they're going to be expensive, so just deal with that. But like Zach is saying, these designated areas that they're going to set up to get rideshare, do not pay attention to that shit. Keith can chime in on this one. When you leave Titans games and you want to go get a Lyft, they tell you to go to Lot T. Mm-hmm. How effective is that? Uh, completely ineffective. Completely ineffective. What happened to the last game of the season when we decided to leave? We uh, we had to chase down a car in the pouring rain. Yeah, yeah. And as we left, it literally looked like some kind of like, like the beginning f- of one of those end of the world films <laughs> where where society is collapsing. It looked like fire festival. And people, yes, it looked like fire <laughs> festival. That's exactly what the fuck it looked like. There were people standing up there at the. 
podcast listeners are going to understand this, but I call the gas, the Exxon station nearest the, the uh, Titan Stadium the Murder Mart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there were people standing under the gas station awning at the Murder Mart in groups of 20 and 30. Yeah. There was probably, what, 150 people yeah. standing under that fucking awning. That's yeah. insane. So, anyways, where I'm going with this is that when you go to leave Titans games, Uber and Lyft think that they're going to corral everybody over into this one lot that's kind of a ways away from the stadium to go get picked up. The drivers don't know how to get over there. No. The GPS They don't not, even know that it is they there. They don't even and know right. that now, it's there. Let me say this. Lyft and Uber, because I Googled Lyft and Uber stuff before I left the hotel for the Super Bowl. They put out memos and websites telling drivers what to expect and how to handle the well, Super Bowl. Literacy rate and must be pretty low it, among it the drivers. It is, because <laughs> my Atlanta driver who drove us to the Super Bowl the day of, and we went to one of the – and I chose the less ex, or the less hectic of the two drop-off points. I only had two drop-off points for the, uh, the Super Bowl, which is ridiculous. Wow. Uh, Which that will be a problem here, too. Yeah. They'll only have one or two designated yeah. spots. And I chose what I thought would be the easiest to get to, and it was 30 minutes to make a mile-and-a-half drive. It will be just as bad, if not worse, in Nashville. <clears throat> and leaving the game, the last game of the season, me and y'all left probably 30 minutes, or y'all attempted yes. to leave yeah. 30 minutes after me that. and Lauren left. Yeah. So we walked we never get a lift at the stadium. So me and Lauren walked in the rain, and I didn't have a raincoat, all the way across to 3rd Avenue, which yeah. is quite a, quite a ways away. Yeah. And we still had trouble getting a lift. Yeah. Do not attempt to get a lift or to get picked up or dropped off downtown. I would highly recommend going probably almost all the way to places like that – that have like what was the, the what's place? The, uh, the, there's a bar we went to in East Nashville after uh, the uh, Tottenham game. Oh, uh, um, was it Crying State? Wolf? Oh yeah, Crying um, Wolf. Yeah, Crying had, Wolf. We walked down. Uh, what what's that road? Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. Um, we go, walked go, down there. Go to a bar. Yeah. And sober up somewhere, or go to a landmark. So um, there's a Holiday Inn at the top of Broadway. Flying Saucer at the top of Broadway. There's the Frisk. Uh, it's the Art Museum, right? Frisk, it's right yeah, up there. Art Center. There's churches up there. Places like that. Coming or station. places like the Omni Hotel where there's a huge um, valet area. Even if you're not staying at the Omni, go there and just hang out. If you yeah. have to hang out, at least it's better to hang out inside somewhere and there's a couple bars there. We've had luck after Predators games going up to like the JW Marriott and right. stuff like that. We, which, we've had we've helps. had luck going up somewhere up yeah, there. Look, look at a map of, first of all, think of the draft day as a music festival. Yeah. When you're getting down there, you're staying for a while. Do not think you're yeah. going to go down there for a couple hours and get in and out. You're going to yeah. be very furious with yourself. The other thing is look at a map and look at First Avenue between 1st Avenue and basically 6th Avenue on Broadway in downtown Nashville. Draw a rectangle around that entire area and think to yourself, you're going to have to walk at least two blocks away from there yeah. to even think about looking for a cab. A yeah, because those roads are going to be closed. They're going to be closed. Yeah. I can tell you, it, right now, we're recording this on a Monday night. It would suck to get down there right now. <laughs> yeah. Just because yeah. there's so many idiot tourists out all the time. I'm sorry. Find wonderful tourists who come <laughs> spend tax money here. Uh, but... Don't just don't don't think about it happening. Treat downtown during the draft like a music festival. Yeah, it's you're, best you're in for the long run. I'll, I'll tell you what Look we'll at, like, do. Look at like the Fourth of July. You're gonna be here all Here's day. Here's what we'll do. Yeah. We'll take a 
it's easy to print out a map or get an image of a map. I'll print out a map, and we are. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tweet out a list of the places where you should get picked up and dropped off once they announce where the road closes closures That's are. Good idea. All right, yeah, we'll do that. And it, and it will. I'll put out the name of the place and the address, and you'll have all that, and that will get pinned. That'll be. We'll start a little. A pinned thing. Uh, let's do a survival guide. Yeah, survival yeah. guide. And that would be, it's going to be up on the website or you can, or not website, up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Or just direct message us uh, and I will send to you via direct message. I'll save it. And we'll all have it. But to me, that is, I wish someone had told me in Atlanta, hey, this is where you should go. And just walk the rest of the way. And, yeah. and there were many times I told that the, and we saw where Lyft drivers would just, I would just tell the Lyft driver, just let me out here. Or I saw other people do the same thing. And they probably got there quicker than what we ended up getting there. Yeah. You know, just waiting in the car and whatever. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to be stuck downtown. Just yeah. know that for, for a while. But the good news is there's a ton of stuff to do. And that's, Un- and, and that's honestly. Atlanta. Ugh. That's honestly, listen, I, I don't want to start this podcast off on a negative note because that's honestly the worst part. Yeah. yeah. The worst part about visiting Nashville at any given time is the traffic. It's just going to no, be extra terrible no here. And all we're trying to do is save you the trouble of standing on the corner of Second Avenue and DeMumbrian. DeMumbrian and trying to get a cab yeah. like or, or a Lyft or an yeah. Uber. It's going to be a disaster. It's a disaster on any given night, much less this many people downtown. Yeah. 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 And, and that's the good thing about Nashville. The it rest, is, yeah, the rest of your experience is going to be a blast. There's yeah, going to be absolutely absolutely amazing. Un- unless the NFL has, and because we have been trying to schedule stuff up for the podcast, unless the NFL screws things up and does not open up all the bars to general public, they or well, whatever they're going to do, yeah. that there is plenty to do downtown. There are plenty yeah. of restaurants, and there are plenty of restaurants on the outskirts of downtown, on the alleyways. There's plenty of bars. There's Printer's Alley. There's bars and hotels. And there's make your way restaurants and hotels. The and west side of the interstate. Go down right. to Demumbrian. Go down to Midtown. Go down there, to there's so much South. within walking distance, food and beverage-wise, that I cannot recommend highly oh, enough. So it, much good food. It's, it's so much better than what fucking Atlanta provided. They have very minimum bars and in, in, in bars and restaurants where that... It's accessible. It's like I can walk five blocks and maybe see one restaurant or two bars. Here in Nashville, you walk five blocks, you're seeing basically 15 restaurants and right. bars. And, w- and whether it's your thing or not, from the arena, Fifth Avenue, all the way down to the river, you're going to pass 30 to 35 bars. Yeah. And look, honky-tonks or not, if that's not your thing, that's something you have to decide for yourself. But there will be no shortage of watering holes. Yeah. yeah. You want a whiskey and ginger ale? My personal favorite. There's going to be plenty of all of that. Not to mention, I've got to think, assuming there's going to be vendors set up in the middle of Broadway between Fifth and the River. I, I think there's probably going to be plenty of opportunity to buy basic food and drink just on that strip. Yeah. yeah. But what we want to get into in the podcast, really, now that we've gotten you all scared about the <laughs> parking and transportation <laughs> methods to and from downtown, is we really want to discuss with you what is it you need to see downtown past the the stuff you're going to see anyway, which is the honky-tonks and the natural blinking light drives. So the four of us at this table have a good idea yeah, of restaurants, yeah. bars, stuff that's hidden downtown. So yeah, and I think let's hit you with the, that. 
right after this break right here. All right. We were saying you're stuck downtown. Between the four of us, we have over 100 years worth of living in Nashville experience. Mm -hmm. 300 300 years of drinking. We're just not people who live in Nashville. Uh, I mean, Big Mike has eaten in a lot of places, drinking a lot of places, but you're also talking to at least two people here. I mean, I may include you on this Big Big Mike, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> me, me and Mr. Lebowski, we're big food guys. Yeah. Like, and I understand that, I mean, Doritos is the cho- snack of choice for the Super and Bowl. And caviar. <laughs> hey, yeah. thank you very much. He likes a nice microwave hot dog every thank now and you. then. But, but between the four of us, there's probably not a place in Nashville, unless it just popped up while we did this podcast, that we haven't been to. Yeah. And if, and At least one of us hasn't been to. And if you catch Mike and I on the right night and want to talk about the span of 2008 to 2012, <laughs> we may or may not tell you which Broadway establishments we've maybe possibly been asked to leave. Or loaned watches to. But, I, but I digress. No, hey, but, but listen, if, if y'all been, listen, if y'all been banned from Market Street, I got I got kicked out of Market Street on New Year's Eve. But so. So, I know that was one of your all's big hangouts. But so oh, downtown, yes. where, yeah. where do we want to start, Mike? Do you, do you want to talk about food first? Well, what's, um, what's everybody, when you think of Nashville, Yeah. Okay. What's what's the food? Well, uh, is it really hot chicken? I is that what it, really y'all think? I think, I think it's hot it chicken. Is hot chicken. Yeah. And, and I, I do think the hot chicken here is good enough that you need to try it because I've been a lot of other places and they, it's frankly just not as good as in like right. KFC's Nashville right, hot yeah, chicken is not so, so hot like, chicken. Keith, okay? Are you okay with hot? I mean, is yeah. hot chicken your thing as, yeah. as far as, as when as you as think th- Nashville, you think hot chicken. Yeah. Have you yeah, had it? Have you had it outside of the city, or God forbid, it like a fast food place that tries to mimic it? No, I have not. And, 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 and I am asking that. I am asking that for a, a serious reason because I, I think Mike might agree with me on this one. This is what drives me nuts about if you've had hot chicken outside of the city for whatever reason. When other restaurants, especially like shitty kind of fast food places, try to mimic it, they basically take fried chicken and pour. A yes. kind of hot molasses kind it's, of shit on it. Yeah, it's like a Almost cayenne like, exa- syrup or some shit. It's disgusting. If, it's if cayenne that is, corn syrup. Fucking corn. <laughs> big, big corn, corn. coming at us. Oh. Get out here. God but damn so, Bud Light. If, <laughs> if your experience with hot chicken has been that you, God forbid, tried the KFC stuff. And uh, I really am sorry. And I, I beg yeah. you to, to reconsider Please when you get here. Us. But... It is not this, it's not wet. Let me put it that way. The only reason why it's wet is because it's greasy as shit and don't rub your eyes after you've touched it. But what it is, is that it is fried chicken that the actual, what am I trying to say? Breading. Breading, yes. Is rolled in dry, very hot spices. It's dredged in it and then deep fried that way. It is a dry spice that is fried into the skin of chicken. It is so good. It is so good and it is very, very hot. Well, depending on how hot you want to get it. And regardless of which place you go to, whichever one the hottest one is on the menu, it will, I mean, that's like tears and snot coming out hot. Listen, even Fleet Street Pub on Printer's Alley which is a great, like, you know, kind of, you know, alley pub or whatever. Yeah. My dad went down there, and he ordered the hot chicken, and it's a half chicken. And he goes, I'll take, you know, he goes, they go, how hot do you want? He goes, I'll take the hottest. Because, you know, you're thinking, okay, it's a pub. How hot is the hot chicken here at this, you yeah. know, back alley pub? And he took one bite and just snot 
I mean, it wasn't even like five minutes. It was like instant snot just coming down his face, and he's crying. Yep. And he's wanting more sweet tea and more, you know, water. I it mean, it is scald your butthole hot. Do not get. Do not. <laughs> yeah, do not listen, tempt fate if and say, "Oh, I'll take the hottest you got." If you're the person, and so yeah, so rule number one: if yeah. you've had hot chicken outside of the city and someone has served you something that's had a wet sauce on it, you have not eaten Nashville hot chicken. Yes. But rule number two is that. If you're the guy who goes to Buffalo Wild Wings and you're ordering the hottest sauce they've got, listen, I'm I'm that type of guy. I am your type that person who's doing the same thing. I like extremely spicy food. When I go to hot chicken places, I order medium. Call me a bitch if you yep. want. Yep. But it is hot and I've got <laughs> shit to do today. Yeah. And the shit I've got to do later does not involve having a holy cleansing of myself when I go to use the restroom. There, there's not enough liquid or time in a day. If, if, you, if you go and get the hottest hot chicken, you will not enjoy the rest of your but day. So so it's, let's, let's talk hot chicken places. Yes, and that's, that's yeah. where I want to take this next is that hot chicken, well, a lot of people will try to tell you that once you've had it, you've had it. It's not the case. Right. There is subtle differences. Yep. People who do it right and people who do it wrong. You're going to have some people that tell you don't go to places like Hattie B's and stuff like that. There's nothing I'm wrong with of, Hattie I'm B's. One of those people. There's nothing wrong with Hattie <laughs> B's except that it's, it's, it's the basic bitch of hot chicken. It's a tourist thirst trap. It is a tourist thirst trap of hot chicken. <laughs> so I'll kind of let Mike run with this here. If you're going to get hot chicken, where are you going to go? My favorite spot, and I know it's not necessarily the popular opinion, but Party Foul for me is the best hot chicken I've had. And, I, you know, Prince's is way up there too. Although Prince's, as a, if I was a tourist, I probably, I, I don't know if I would go to Prince's. It's a little bit out of the way. It's kind of a, there's nothing else to do up there. So you're taking a ride specifically to go to Prince's. Plus someone crashed an SUV through its front door a right. little while back. Yeah. And I don't know that it's open it's yet. It's not well, a great it hopefully neighborhood. will be open, but, and, and I agree. I mean, I, I think Prince's is probably the best. That's It's not, the original. Yeah. It, it's, it's where hot chicken it, was created and founded. Yeah. So, so you're a party foul. I'm guy. a party foul guy, and I'll tell you this: the hot chicken B and B, which is beignets and hot chicken, and then you can get like another side or something with it, is one of the best meals I've had in Nashville. It's absolutely fantastic. Like the sweet and the spicy together, it's great. And that's what I get every time I go there. They also have local beers on tap. They've got these boozy slushies that are good. Um, and it, it's a very Nashville, very Tennessee vibe in there. It's it, it's one of my favorite spots, and it's close to downtown. Keith, yeah, where do you, you like can, to you buy your to uh, yeah. Doritos-flavored hot chicken? Or hot uh, chicken-flavored Doritos? <laughs> that was the better joke. We'll rewind that. I, I don't know. I'm kind of agreeing with both of you. I think Party Fell and, and uh, I'm blanking. What's the other place? Prince's. Prin- I, I yes. actually have a, a secret spot. Well, not really a secret, but uh-huh. an underrated spot. Oh, yeah? What, Bolton's. Yeah. Bolton's. Bolton's really good. Yeah. Bolton's it, might be good. the best in and, town. And let me say this. Not only do I think they may be the best, they have hot fish. No, they're and hot their hot fish, fish yeah. is amazing. Dynamite. I'm not I would get Bolton's yet. delivered through Postmates oh. or all the time. So. He, here's a, a hacker Uh-oh. tip Ooh, for you. Ooh, hack us. I'm going to hack it. Um, so instead of going to any of these establishments, it's going to be a fucking zoo because there's going to be lots of tourists there. Order your shit to go at Hattie B's, and if you insist on going to Hattie B's, if you order it to go, like for a pickup, you can go to a different line, pay in that line, and leave. Yes, you don't have to wait in that. Don't wait in the line. And and not only let's stick with Hattie B's for a second. 
There is a Hattie B's on Charlotte that's a little bit more out of the way. Yeah. But it's much more accessible and easier to get to than get dropped off in Midtown and and having to deal with all that crazy shit. Because that that, that place is going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be like lying around the block crazy. And it's, I'm telling you, I've had them all. It, it's, it's just not that good. Okay. It's not any better than any other place. The sides are right. not good. Well, let, the let's chicken's say this. pretty good. For, the sides for are terrible. a beginner or a hot chicken introduction, yeah. that's probably the best place to go. It's okay. But I mean, I wouldn't recommend going like he said and you know waiting in line, line and yeah. I'm no, it's you. no. It, that's that's exactly right. If you're thinking I'm only going to get one chance to get hot chicken this week, where am I going to go? And you pick Hattie B's and you stand in that line. It's just, it's not the definitive. You're, prob- you're probably not going to be that blown away. Yeah. I mean, like if if your if your choice is to drive around and look, I would then say go out of your way and go to Prince's, go to Bolton's, yeah, you know, go to 400 degrees up on on well, Clarksville Highway. One place absolutely do not go to, in my opinion, is Pepper Fire. Pepper Fire does that same shit that all the out of town hot chicken places do, where it's just like a seasoning on a piece of fried chicken. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not good. No, I don't. I I agree with they, you. They they serve that at the Sounds game, and it's just yeah, nothing. Yeah. So hot chicken, <laughs> please, if you've had it outside of of Nashville and you weren't that impressed with it, especially if it had some kind of syrupy consistent consistency on it, come to town, try it. I mean, it's it's. It's worth experiencing, even just to say if you did it. Yeah. If you listen, if you, I know some of you are listening to the podcast are going to completely ignore us and say I'm going to get hot anyway. I'm sorry. Yeah. And that's a terrible choice, especially if you decided to eat it in the middle of the day because in a couple hours you're going to really regret it. But <laughs> but the it's I'm I'm telling you it is very very hot. It it's, is. It's. It's <laughs> it's a heat level I don't think you're expecting. It's involuntary sweating hot. Yes, I it's mean, involuntary no sweating. How cold it is. You know, have you ever eaten something so spicy you start getting the hiccups? That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Like it's that kind of hot. Yep. So so you know, prepare thy body. Yeah. yeah. So let's say you don't like hot stuff. Okay. Uh, what's some good restaurants around downtown for you to to eat at? So this this is where you're gonna have to do a little bit of exploring. I will say this. Let me let me let me end the hot chicken conversation with this. Honestly, if you're going to go on, if you're coming here for a hot chicken experience, and then you're going to go for the draft, that might be one of your best bets because some of your best hot chicken places are going to be outside the downtown ring. Yeah, almost all of them. I mean, Party Fall is really the only one that's walkable from yeah. downtown. But when it comes to restaurants that are accessible downtown with them walking that's a good distance, lift location. Yes, it would be. Yeah, if you're coming, if you're looking for downtown locations for just general eateries there is more than we can list on this podcast i can tell you that let me just start by saying this the stuff that you're going to see up and down broadway just ignore it i mean you're going to see you're going to see jack's barbecue you're going to see see jack's you're going to see rippies you're going to see what the hell that that was big river now turned Uh, into uh, rock bottom rock bottom heart god i mean if you go to hard rock cafe and you subscribe to this podcast i want you to email me explain yourself rock bottom is fancy applebee's I mean, yeah. it must be honest. And, and Rock Bottom's only good for beer and the location. It's great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah it's to great. To be honest, yeah, I mean, look, it's and it's a good venue food. to hang out at. It's right. just not great for you need, food. You want a you... cold drink? All those places up and down Broadway yeah. are perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with them. But if you're looking for food, there is so much within walking distance of, of Broadway downtown that is fantastic. Yeah. I'd like to make two Broadway, ch- uh, I'd, I'd like to nominate two Broadway restaurants. Okay. Yeah. 
Merchants. Merchants is excellent. It's Very not, good. It, it, but the chances of you actually being able to get in there and do all that. Uh, let me say this. Please make reservations before you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if you're already planning on coming, go ahead and look for reservations. If they don't let you do it on Open Table or Resi or whatever you want to use, call them. That's an excellent yeah. point. Any, any of it. these places we're going to suggest... Make a damn yeah. reservation. Yeah. The the next thing is is that not only is Merchants pretty good, but the place that no one is probably going to talk about, Robert's Western World. It it's 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 cramped. It's hard to get in there. It's it's a good it's a good Johnny Cash kind of country music kind of honky tonk. It's my yeah. favorite honky tonk. It, it's yeah. definitely my favorite honky tonk for the music, but. The food there is really good. Great tater tots, great greasy burgers. I mean, they make it all right back there. For for being drunk, if you can stumble in there and get you a burger and tater tots, now that Paradise Park is closed, that is the best. That's the best drunk food on Broadway. So let me yeah, let me let me preface this before we get too far into the restaurants. When we talk about these individual places, I know one of the things people are going to talk about is how expensive are they. So Robert's Western World is going to be. We'll, we'll use the Google two dollar sign. Well. Uh, well, I Robert's one dollar because we're talking about greasy hamburgers and tater tots. That's yeah. a, that's going to be your one dollar symbol. Merchants is going to be two. Yeah, merchants could probably three, get you up to three. three depending yeah. on what you are. It's going to be a two to three. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a two to three. So you know, go in there thinking that you're gonna you're gonna have it. When I say decent, it's going to be a damn good meal, but like decent in price. So like thir- what? What are we talking? Thirty forty dollars a plate, something like that. 30. If if you did if you did an appetizer and a meal, I think you would get up to thirty dollars per one per or a non dollars a person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think so. Without drinks, yeah. I mean, it, it's going to get expensive. I mean, yeah. sure. and we don't know how these bars are going to react to it being a draft weekend, and if there there's a good chance they could price gouge. <laughs> I mean, so I'll be honest. I mean, yeah, I may could, maybe I would mean. do it. So, so I Zach, don't know. I'll, I'll start with you. You're on Broadway. You want to get something to eat. You've already got reservations. What are the three restaurants you've got reservations? If at? I'm going to do reservations, I'm going to do reservations for uh, the Southern. Okay. I'll do reservations for, if it's going to be close, uh, I would actually do Gray and Dudley's. Okay. And I would also do one at, ooh, uh, I think, uh, I know that Jeff Ruby's a couple of years ago. Or uh, I guess last year had a awful health score. <laughs> they did, but Jeff Ruby's is pretty, pretty fucking good. Well, let's so, let's start with the Southern. What kind of establishment is it? How expensive is it? That kind of thing. It's steak and seafood, and um, there's there's a place you don't need reservations for that's right across the street called the Diner. It's owned by the same kind of company. Um, it's steak. It's seafood. It's it's raw oysters. It's it's pretty inexpensive. It's a great environment. That we've never, we've been there. I can't tell you how many times I've been there, and we've never had a problem with service. And to me, that's a big thing. When I'm thinking if I'm going to go somewhere, I want service. You'll definitely need a reservation. They do brunch, they do lunch, they do dinner. When a couple years ago, when the prices got too high in the suite for food, that's where we'd go tailgate. It was cheaper to go tailgate at Southern. <laughs> For 12 to 15 people than to go buy food in the suite and have that for 12 to 15 What kind of money range would you give it? And it's definitely three-star to four-star, yeah. or a three, $3 sign to $4 sign, but it's worth it. Here here would be my insider tip. is First off, if they have the black, uh, black duck salts 
from Virginia, if you're a raw oyster fan, those are the best raw oysters you'll ever have. My second thing would be the nudie suit. The nudie suit is a pay oh, per yeah. ounce, and it's usually nine times out of ten a bone-in ribeye. You go up to the chef, and he presents you with you know, five or six ribeyes or five or six of the meat of choice of, that is that night. Ask for the second. Say, here's how you kind of play it. You got to go, uh, none of those really look good. He'll go, okay, I got another set. And he'll bring out a better set. I did that by accident because really none of the ribeyes look good to me. And and he brought out a second set that had perfect marbling and fat inlaid everywhere. It's worth it. It, it could be upwards to a $50 steak. Yeah. But treat yourself. That that's a big thing. If you're going on one of these trips and you're planning this far ahead, treat yourself, save up the money and go spend fifty dollars on a steak if you love steak. Yeah. And I'll say this about the Southern I won't go into too much with my restaurants, but the Southern really good view of downtown too. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. on the first floor, but it's all panel windows. Um, completely surrounding the restaurant, sitting on uh, the corner right next to the Skimmerhorn, which is the symphony center downtown. You got the diner across the street. It's an area that's built up pretty heavily. Very cool views. Good people watching. It's what, and third I, and third and uh, Demumbrian. Yes, right. third and Demumbrian. Yeah. and excellent, excellent food. R- it really is, is really good. good. So it, Gray, Gray and Dudley. Gray and Dudley is real quick. It is on Third Avenue. It's a new restaurant. After right after I moved. Apparently, five restaurants decided to move in right where I was living. Um, it's it's definitely a three to four star again, but I want I want to give people the option of the good high end food that is probably worth it. The, uh, my uh, fiance she loves the Brussels sprouts. That's the one I sent you pictures of Lebowski yeah. of me trying the Brussels sprouts, and is the I just hate them. But people thinks, love them. What do you call them? Uh, alien brains. He thinks they're little alien brains. Yeah, they're little alien brains. <laughs> they're just mini cabbages, which it, is weird, but we'll go on. Yeah. It's uh, great cocktails. And coming from Atlanta, where I had tried seven different cocktails and I could not find one fucking decent cocktail. I can even find a good dirty martini. It tastes like vodka and sugar last night I was there. I mean, the city couldn't <laughs> find a good halftime show. Yeah. Hey-o. Hey. Um, it is a good place for cocktails. There's the Black Rabbit right next to it, which is a great place to end your night as well yes yeah. tapas and yeah alcohol but the grain dudley it's really good um they they're kind of home style it's kind of you know american fair and it's just kind of convenient to get in and out of as well it's downtown so one side you come out on printer's alley pretty much and the other side you come out second avenue and then you can go downtown what about lastly, Jeff Ruby's? It's super expensive. It's yes. <laughs> it's you know. It, I'm just thinking of places downtown because I think there's yeah, a lot certainly. of places away from downtown mm-hmm. that are, are just as good or if not better. Did I say gooder? Did I just say gooder? No, I think you said better. Okay. You said better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know I said better, but I thought I said gooder. Done goody. Just as good or better. Yeah. I, think you I said. just didn't know if it uh, came out that way. <laughs> um, it, it's good. It's got sushi. It's got great seafood. If you're looking for the Alaskan king crab legs, the uh, lobster with the fillet or with the tomahawk ribeye, that place is really good. Bob's just popped in my head because of tomahawk ribeye. Bob's yeah. Chop House in the Omni. That's also really good, but they're <laughs> both four to five what's, dollar size. I will say what's neat about Jeff Ruby's, and it again, Jeff Ruby's has a sticker shock to it. Let, let's get that out of the way up front. Jeff Ruby's is going to be the place that you want to go to if you absolutely have to have like the high scale, high end steak experience, and it's going to live up to it. 
the inside of it is wild. It's going to be like un- almost unlike any restaurant you've ever seen. It's going to be unlike probably any steakhouse you've ever been into. It's not the dark mahogany wood. It's like bright, vibrant colors, a killer piano bar. Literally a man yeah. playing the piano with a bar surrounding it, and he's elevated on the piano. Piano player is always very entertaining. It's kind of Art Deco-ish and kind of a jazzy, colorful, speakeasy, wide open venue. It's 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 a really cool place. It's definitely if you're going to people watch, like you're looking to see famous people, that's where they're gonna that's be. Yes. If you're trying to catch NFLers, coaches, GMs that are stars. Yes, yeah. they're going to be there before the I guarantee that that's gonna be and happening. let me say this if you're dragging your significant other to the draft. There you go. These those three places <clears throat> will make him or her very, very happy. Yeah. And they'll be like, okay, they're treating me out to a Nashville or a, a great Nashville time. Those three places, that will make up, that will buy you a lot of good credit. <laughs> Jeff Ruby's, again, I can't emphasize this enough. It's good. I'm hesitant to even put a $4 sign on it because it's close to five. Yeah. It's expensive. It's, it's a four it is five. well worth it, but it is very good. Um, I like those three choices. I yeah. do. I like where you went with that. I'm going to go on to Mike. Mike, what a... Um, I'll give a couple options. I, I echo the Southern. Uh, that's a great yes. spot. One I of think my we're favorite. We're all going to agree on that. Yeah, 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 we're all going to agree on the it's Southern. It's one of the two you places need a reservation. that has yeah. made me like grits in my entire life, which is pretty impressive. Their mm-hmm. jalapeno cheese it, grits are jalapeno fantastic. Cheese. It's the, they, I've had the best shrimp and grits there I've yes. ever had in my life, and I'm yep. kind of the person to where if shrimp and grits is on the menu, I'll order it out of spite <laughs> to see how good you're doing. Yeah. I will judge yeah. you all shrimp and grits. I don't like grits, and I. <laughs> love that they were, yeah they're phenomenal it's really good so um i like that i'll offer a different kind of place um broadway brew house which is kind of just it's like a it's classic really good bar food. it's really good food Sneaky and it's not good. expensive yeah. you're talking yeah. like deceptive 10 to, speed yeah. 10 to like 18 dollars per meal depending on what you get good like quesadillas wings the quesadillas are good they've got like this dip trio that's really good um and their beers are great and they also have bushwhackers which is you know kind of like a alcoholic smooth or uh, alcoholic frosty yeah, from Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sneaky choice. sneaky drunk. They, yes, that's that, one of those places I always forget about yeah. downtown I, for I, whatever reason. Broadway <laughs> Brewhouse is my favorite place to go before or after Preds games and just like if I'm going downtown to like grab a drink and some quick food, that's where I'm going like almost choice. every time. Um, and then the other place, uh, it's pro- it's not as high end as Jeff Ruby's, but if you're looking for like the classic steakhouse vibe, the Palm uh, oh, yeah. downtown is a good spot. It's you know it it is very much your classic steakhouse. It's kind of cool on the inside. They've got like little like cartoon drawings of all these different celebrities that have eaten there and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's 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 a solid spot too. I've got a place that's uh, kind of across the street from uh, I think the Black Rabbit. You said. Yeah, uh, sea salt. Yeah, is a very sea salt cool, is good. It's very pretty cool good. restaurant. It's kind um, of French fusion. Yeah, it's uh, seafood if you're pescatarian or whatever. Um, and yeah, they've got great drinks and it's just a cool vibe in that that establishment. Anyways, um, it's probably like two dollar signs. Yeah, I would say I th- I would think it's actually a lot more inexpensive than what right. you yeah. would think that place would be. Yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah, $2 signs. It looks like good. the kind of place when you look it up, you're like, oh, man, I'm going to drop a little bit of money here. But it's, it's actually yeah, it's reasonably priced yeah. for good, what they serve. Th- that place actually has really good burgers. And yeah. it's a seafood restaurant, but the burgers are actually probably mm. top three for me in Nashville. Interesting. Yeah. Um, 
Southern, obviously, like everyone else said. Uh, Pegleg Porker is where I would go if you're wanting barbecue. Don't go to Jack's. Go to Pegleg. I don't know if I would walk there. It's in a bit of a sketchy-ish well, neighborhood. It's a hole. From, I'd, no, it's I'd not. Say it's not, it's not it's you like think Mercy it's a hall, Lounge. Yeah, it's yeah, listening room. It's, it's near the bad. listening room. Yeah, I guess it's it's not, it's not as far as. Uh, it's, but they like just installed a outdoor seating area there Did at they? Peg Lake Porker. Hmm. I, I'll say if you're if you want to do barbecue downtown and you don't want to walk that far, Martin's yeah. on Four. Oh, I forgot about, I'm all about Martin's. Martin's is really good. Uh, you know, I I've I lived in Texas for five years, so I'm I'm not gonna Double say track. it's like the best barbecue I've ever had or anything, but it's very, very good for Nashville barbecue. And uh, that particular location on 4th Avenue has a beer garden in it as well, yeah. which is really cool well, and like a good place to hang out. And I'll say this because it, you're going to have some people that are going to try to steer you for barbecue to like Puckett's Grocery. Yeah. And no, just avoid Puckett's. And the thing Puckett's is, the is problem is with Puckett's is that like Puckett's, if you just want to sit down and have a quick appetizer and a beer and watch some uh, a live guitarist or something is perfectly fine for that but if you order brisket and you see what they put in front of you i'm mm. sorry it's not it's it's a travesty yeah. i'll say this go to brunch isn't that good either i mean it's a buffet but that's what it is i mean yeah, that's what i mean go in there and get some damn fried pickles and have a beer don't go in yeah. there looking for a meal uh, i i can say puckets is probably the most overblown place that you could probably go to jack's yeah. is another one yeah, i would jack's, never go to jack's is so a waste of i wouldn't go to margaritaville so i'll oh, run through no. Unless you want to watch the Ryan Brothers fight, but um, yeah. So I, I'll, I'll run through my list real quick, and then I want to get into what you're talking about, Zach, because I do. I'm not. I don't want to get in the business of shitting all over Nashville businesses, but I do want to kind of give you a few places to avoid if you're looking for traps. But um, I will echo the rest of the table on the Southern. Consistently, the best food I've had downtown, and it, it's it's fantastic. And, and you're talking to four different people, probably. That Complete. have different food tastes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. And that's for all of us to really get behind the Southern. Southern's been around for forever. At least, well, for forever as far as 2009, Compared to other downtown restaurants. And, I mean, yeah, Just real quick, I just want to say Etch is a really good place. If yeah, you want to. That's and a that's good one the too. only female executive chef. She was the first female executive chef. And when the NFL did food and football or something a couple of years ago, she was she, her and Michael Griffin represented the Tennessee Titans, and they almost won. Oh wow! I and didn't know that. She yeah. she is she is phenomenal. She she has done various other things, but Etch is one of those. Take your girl, take your man, yeah, and I get guess, you some face. I guess before we we close out with you, and I I hope I don't steal anything from you, like Virago. San Añejo, yeah. those kinds of like close well, to. Let's throw out a few that are not well, in downtown. Let, that yeah. like, if you're gonna get in a uh, well, Lyft or Uber to go yeah. somewhere, we got yeah. first. Let Lebowski Sorry. finish. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, the Southern. If you're looking for something a little different, and it is different, if you can get in there, it's gonna be busy and get a reservation before you even get to Nashville. Skull's Rainbow Room. Oh, in yeah, yeah good choice. Skull's Rainbow Room has. I'll just say it. I have consistently eaten one of the best fillets in there I've ever had in my life. You know, life. people have said their prime rib is really good. Their prime good too. rib is good. Their fillet is good. If their you're cocktails the, are amazing, they serve this pork pork chop that is almost, almost looks like a pork shoulder. It's so damn big. Now, here's the thing: if you're not into having pork served to you medium well, then don't get it. 
because they're going to serve it medium well. If you're sitting here thinking, dude, you're going to eat pork that's a little bit pink, I can tell you from somebody who worked in a kitchen and has gone through this whole thing, there has not been a good active case of trichinosis in the U.S. since like the late 80s. <laughs> Eating undercooked. Eat, yeah, it's I don't from, even think I ever knew that it was called trichinosis. It's called trichinella spinalis is the little worm that gets in pork, but they eliminated it in pork products in, in the U.S. like in the late 80s. So you, the can more eat you, know. under, you can eat undercooked pork. But you'll go to places, and Skull's Rainbow Room is one of those that will serve you a medium to medium well pork choppy if you ask for it, and they serve one there, and it is absolutely phenomenal. The place, however, though, is tiny for restaurants. Yeah, it's, as far yeah. as restaurants go, it's only got... If I think about it, 10 tables, and I, I may be exaggerating by two. Yeah. yeah. Um, the neat thing they kind of do is it's kind of a, it's a speakeasy slash they do a, what am I looking for? Burlesque They show. do a burlesque show there that starts at 11 o'clock, I think Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. It may be all week now, but consistently one of the best fillets I've ever had. Um, and listen, you know, if you're down there and you can't find anywhere else to go, and you're walking around and you're thinking, this looks like a good place. I'm going to go there, but it's a chain. I don't know if I should do it. Zach and I have sat at the bar at Morton's and had a very good, you know, very, very good ribeyes. And there. my bartenders have left. I mean, like I knew. Which is a shame. Two, yeah, yeah. These two bartenders that, and they're opening up their own place, which is great, but it, it's, it's way far away. It should be open by the draft, but I mean, it's over near where uh, um, I live, but it, you're right. I mean, I I ate at Morton's probably back when back in two thousand and eight, and it was shit. It was awful. We we never went back. And then I got you know hungry one night. And I was like, you know, I'll, I'll walk to Morton's because I live downtown, and it was great. And they changed everything. And in fact, one of our listeners said that in Atlanta, hey, you should go to Morton's. I hear Morton's is really good. And I'm thinking, it they must have changed something nationally. Yeah, so I mean, really, that's that's what I would, I'd still go check out Skull's Rainbow Room. Even yeah, if you go in there just visit, to have a drink, yeah. it's worth that's it good, to see. That's a good place. because and, and it's you a get tiny to go little see place. Printer's Alley too, which is a, yeah. a good spot to go check. Now out. you don't get to experience Printer's Alley the way we experienced no, it in high no. school and later on, where it was Stab Fest '97. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now it's a lot safer. Yeah, it's it's quite a bit safer, but it's a very cool little neat alley to walk down. So yeah, yeah. check it out. That's a, that was a good. That was a good place. I yeah. did not think of Skull's Rainbow Room. Yeah. Do you have uh, another one? Or are you? No, yeah. that's that's where I'm gonna stick with because I think right. we've all agreed on the Southern. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we've told you where to go, so we're gonna tell you where not to go, uh, right after this break. All right. Exhausting. Who thought that commercial break would be 92 <laughs> minutes? <laughs> uh, wild. So. Let's get into places in Nashville that you should not go. It's And again, I don't want to get into a habit on this podcast of, of crapping on businesses in Nashville just because I'm a big local business proponent. If you're trying to do it, I get it. But, you know, this like, is how I'd phrase it. These are places that I understand that other people want to go to. Yes. These are places that yes. I would personally avoid. Yeah. And it's just, it, it, I, it's not because I hate them or they mistreated me badly or bad services that. I don't don't want to personally fight the crowd that's going to be there that I know that's going to be there. Well, and I don't want to say the word foodie because I feel like being called a foodie now is like being called a wino or a libtard or a <laughs> or a, any or a other vegan. wonderful fra- or a vegan yeah. or any other wonderful for <laughs> a Texans fan. But you know, so but <laughs> but you know, like as someone who 
really I like to try to think outside the boundaries of food. Nothing to me is more disappointing to going to a place that I've only got a couple of days in town and I make a poor choice on food. Yeah. Especially when you I'm the one waste a Especially meal. when I'm the one who chose the restaurant. I can't uh, rub it in somebody else's face. Uh, I'm like, well, what thanks for that, Karen. Yeah. Puckett's grocery. My Ruined my whole ass. trip. <laughs> so um let's start with who wants to start here? I don't. <laughs> Keith, Keith doesn't want any part of this. I'm going to throw oh, no, it. I got one. Oh, Keith's got one. Demas's. Oh, good Demas's choice. Demas's is good choice. damn good. Avoid I it. didn't even think about I it. I do not it's understand. It's going to be right there when yeah. you're downtown. Yeah. Do not go in there. I don't oh. understand this obsession with having pasta as a side uh, it's, it's, uh, with your with your steak medallions that were just stalled out like five minutes ago. This is something that... <laughs> And waiting in line. I mean, like you wait in line. We have a long off season. So there are topics that I've, I've got written down that I want to get into. (laughs) One of them, one of them, one of them very carefully without offending a lot of our listener base is weird obsessions slash fetishes that rednecks have. And one of them is Demos's and I don't understand it. Look, look, Demos, if you live in Lebanon, and you want to eat some food, Demos is one of the better options. If you are downtown, Demos is not a if, good wait a option. Wait a okay, and it's is all there about a Demos where. Demos in Lebanon? Oh, oh yeah, listen, yeah. There's one. That's in why I have it written too. down. There's one in Murfreesboro. There's one in Lebanon. It is the type of place that if you want to take <laughs> your entire family many. out yes. and eat a fuck ton of food that tastes relatively good. It's Go a fine Ruby choice. Oh. If you don't want to take your family to Shoney's anymore because you're tired of eating inside of a literal <laughs> Walmart, then take your family to Demos. That's what this is. But if you are downtown, well, Shoney's is a literal Walmart. Shoney's is the restaurant equivalent of a fucking Walmart. Is, Get up in my DMs. I will go off on you. It is Walmart with a buffet. It is a literal Walmart painted red. Um, so. <laughs> Demos is that place that you're going to see downtown. He's exactly right. Yeah, I've totally fucking it. hijacked you here. No, go for it. You'll see it downtown. You'll see people lined up outside of it. Do not be tripped by that. Do not. It just and don't. You'll be and, like, and oh, they're, they're rude and spaghetti. As people. And they are rude as fuck. He's and because, not because you cannot walk down the street. What did I say? And, I want to give a shit on local businesses. Yeah. People are rude as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even want to move. They don't even want to move when you're trying to walk down the street past Demos's. They're like, no, this is my line to get in Demos's. Even though they already have one of those fucking. You know, sensors that tells them when they're ready. Right. Keith, your thoughts. You might as well eat at Sbarro. Yeah. <laughs> we covered all of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you have. You've nailed all the points. I mean, I mean pasta is not a, a proper side dish to begin with. And it's not even good pasta. Yeah, it's, it's not good it's pasta. It's plain. not good steak. It's like barely wet with like, sauce. Like, you know the fillets that, that you can buy, the, or the sirloin steaks you can buy in the plastic cups at Walmart Target. with the yeah. bacon yeah. wrapped around them already? That is the type of meat that you're getting at Demos's. <laughs> I could cook it at home. Yeah. I mean, easily, and I don't cook food well. <laughs> I, I could cook I could cook a pasta dish and steak dish at home, shit it out, and it would still be better than Demos's. <laughs> Technically a restaurant. Uh, but but other we're, than, we're not, we're other not shitting that, on Demos's. But Go other than that, it's great. Really we're, definitely, we're definitely not going to spend our time shitting on local businesses, but Demos <laughs> could die in a car wreck. <laughs> Mike, let's hear it. Oh, it's tough to follow that one up. Um, <laughs> but we're I not will, here to shit on. <laughs> I, I'll go back to uh, to Jacks and Rippies on Broadway because yeah. people are like people see Jacks and it's got this cool sign and like it, it looks like it might be like a cool cool place or something. It's not. 
it's like if you went to if you if you're from Texas or if you're from somewhere that has a Dickies, it's like eating at Dickies except paying three times as much for it and eating in a hallway. Yeah, in in eating in a hallway. See, like, I've ne- I've luckily never been to Jack's because it's just a barbecue at a certain hour after I've been drinking has never sounded good to me. Yeah. I I went I one time why. just because it was like the. It was like the one place that I could go to. I was like in a hurry or something like that, and I was like, oh, I'll just go to Jack's and try yeah. it. It's like barbecue. And it's it's barbecue in a expensive container. Right. Zach? You know, I'm not going food-wise. I'm going to go bar-wise here real quick. I wouldn't go to Legends or Tootsies. I'd just avoid it, and and here's why. You're, you're not getting anything special by saying that you went to Legends and Tootsies. I mean... Go if you're flying in the airport, stop off at Tootsie's there and just tell people you went to Tootsie's. I mean, <laughs> I mean to be honest, I mean, I mean to be true. honest, you're getting the same kind of experience. If you're gonna go to Honky Tonk, and it's not Robert's Western World, I'm gonna make a recommendation for you, and it is gonna be Nudies. Nudies is a relatively new bar, and during the uh, Stanley Cup playoff run that the Predators had two years ago, we would go in there after the game. And Nudie's is billed as the longest bar in Nashville. And it is. And the bar is long enough that the actual bar itself necessitates having eight to ten bartenders. You get your honky-tonk at the, at the beginning of it. Keep on walking back. And insider tip, go to the very end of the bar. You have plenty of room. You can hear everybody else that you're with in your party. You get to hear the country music that you've been wanting to hear, but you get good service, you get cold beer, and you get to hear everybody you want. When you go to Legends and Tootsies and places like that, even Second Fiddle, Second Fiddle is is pretty good too, but when you go to the big bars, the big honky-tonks that you recognize because you heard people talk about them, that's where everybody's at, those are the places that are going to be the most crowded that you're waiting to get in. There's no point in it. Mm-hmm. There, there's really not because you're just going to be able to tell people that you went yeah. and all you're going to see, you're not going to see anything special other than you're going to see records on the wall or pictures of people or whatever. You're going to wait 20 minutes for a drink. You're going to have to fight middle-aged women who think they can still dance and all this <laughs> stuff. I mean, you're going to see a band that probably yeah. pl- paid to play there. Well, right. And and let me say this about the band. So there's going to be a live band in virtually every bar yeah. in the Broadway strip. And they're all going to be about equal in quality. I mean, you might you might have a bad one every now and then, but for the vast majority of them, they're pretty talented people and mm-hmm. they're going to cover a lot of famous songs and right. you'll have there, a good time. There's nothing special. And and I'm I know this is a big Nashville thing and I may get vilified. There's nothing special about hearing country music live. There's nothing special about hearing any kind of music live at a bar because you're hearing people cover well, other me, people. Let me let me quantify that statement because this is somebody who shits on country music a lot, as in myself, I do. There's nothing special about hearing these people play hits from bands right. that you're never going to hear right. again. Even yeah. if it was rock music, yeah. it's there's nothing special. I can go to a piano bar in Nashville and hear the same yeah. piano bar in Memphis and get the same I mean, he's thing. dead right. If you're flying in, stop at Tootsie's, listen to this guy play Alan Jackson because you're never going to see Alan Jackson live again and just get it over <laughs> with. And Mike's exactly right because every single every single bar up and down the strip is the same level of talent, which is not bad. It's good, but they're not, 
It's the same yeah. band in every bar. They the play the same, same songs. Gr- it's the same yeah. girl singing lead. It's the, the same, same wagon band. wheel. Sa- and- yes. You're yeah. going to hear 82 different iterations of wagon wheel. You might throw something through a window because of wagon wheel. Someone's going to drag you out into the street and kick your ass because of wagon wheel. <laughs> Just get that in your head right now. Yeah, and and really, the only bar that you're going to hear different music at is going to be probably Robert's Western World. I mean, even if you go nudies, which I highly recommend going, you're still going to hear the same kind of music you would hear. You'd hear that chicken... Friday night song yeah. where he, Zach Brown he's stabbing frogs or something. <laughs> um, you know, you're going to hear that everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you're right. That's what you're going to hear. And I will say this, a sports bar that I would recommend, and I think we'd all recommend because we've spent countless hours there, Buffalo Billiards on right above Dick's Last Resort and Coyote Ugly. If for whatever reason you want to go to Coyote Ugly, I do not do understand not it. Do not waste yeah, your time. Do man. not waste your time. Talk about a place that I would not go to. But Buffalo Billiards <laughs> is a great, great bar to go to. And the bartenders there, there's only usually about three or four of them. But they'll, they'll get to you. And there's plenty of stuff to do. There's plenty of TVs. We've watched draft there numerous times over the last few years. It's, it's a great place to go to. So I'm going to break the rules a little bit because Uh-oh. it's not exactly downtown. But <laughs> if you've done yourself a disservice by not taking your significant other out for a good dinner to like a Jeff Ruby's or something, I get it. It's expensive. Don't fall for this trap. Do not get talked into going and standing in line at the Pancake Pantry for no. fucking anything. Oh, no. oh, do not. Anything. Do not go to Biscuit Love either biscuit love and go fuck itself but so <laughs> but pancake pantry is the ultimate one because this has been here before nashville blew up and people were standing in line at it then it wasn't good then it isn't good now now it's not bad food it's just pancakes yeah it's can literally pancakes. just pancakes stay home in your airbnb that you paid way too much for to come to this <laughs> event anyway and make yourself pancakes it's the same thing that's all don't, it is don't go take do your you, picture with those fucking actually do wings. yourself something better just go to cracker barrel yeah. where, where do you guys where do you guys stand on loveless cafe it's way out of the way no it's way I, it's out of the way. It is 100% yeah. not worth it. If, not if, you're gonna, if you're going to go, go on Thursday as soon as you get here. Because by the weekend, it is no, impossible to get in. There, there isn't a breakfast place and it's a long in this haul. world. <laughs> in this world, there's not a breakfast place that is worth standing in line for longer than 10 minutes. Let, let, me, let me throw out the best brunch place that I've had in Nashville. And this is, I, I think they only do it on Sundays. So it might be a, like a last day before you get out of town. Adele's uh, right there at, what, McGavick Street and uh, 12th. Yeah. Adele's brunch on Sunday is fantastic. <laughs> Jeff Fisher approves. You woke up Huxley. Yeah, Jeff Jeff Fisher approves he was there last weekend, but it's it's really good. It's buffet style. It's it's a little on the expensive end for brunch, but the everything you get there is unbelievable. Like it is really, really good. You get your money's worth there. My my thing is breakfast is really good, right? I mean, breakfast food is probably my favorite meal of the day. There is no reason to wait anything longer than ten minutes for breakfast food if you're waiting to find table anywhere. Listen, I'll it's just I'll, not worth it. Uh, I cannot 
I, I just I can't emphasize that enough because I, I feel like a lot of people get sucked into this, especially because I think a lot of people are drawn to the fact that you drive by a place, you see a line outside, and you think it must be amazing. Tells yeah. a story. Like, chances are, if you're coming and you're staying in a, if you've already found a hotel, God bless you, but if you come and grab an Airbnb or something and you drive by um, Pancake Pantry and you see this line, do not be deceived. It is just Cracker Barrel in a place that's harder to get into. That's <laughs> all it is. The same with and there's love. nothing wrong with Cracker Barrel. It's just pancakes. I mean, yeah. like, just don't don't fall for that. But but I will echo what you're saying about Adele's. Adele's is actually one I forgot about. If you venture over the 12th, it's Jonathan Waxman, if you're a, a chef guy. This he was a, just on Top it, Chef. It's a big deal for him. It's a very good restaurant. It's kind of... I, I use this lightly because I know some foodie out there is going to hear this and go, oh, get fucked. But... <laughs> <laughs> it is like a mini version of French Laundry from the West Coast. It's very just clean, like f- almost kind of like a farm-to-table kind yeah. of food. It, very, very good. I highly recommend it. It's You're going to need nice. reservations. Yeah. They only serve lunch on what, like Friday and Saturday? Yeah, I think but lunch Friday, Saturday, and brunch I would I would go for lunch instead of dinner because dinner gets so wild in there. But like yeah. lunch, if you got time, go over there. Um, I, I know we're kind of running long with this because I want to transition to other things, but... Um, I, I do want to emphasize bars, like you said, just go take a picture in front of Tootsie's and move on. Yeah, it's yeah. not. I'm, we're not trying to diminish what Tootsie's is, what the history of it is, but you, you, you are won't just have a good time. You're not going to have a good time. You're going to literally get in there and you're going to stand. I'm not even saying shoulder to shoulder. It's like waiting in a mass of people to get on the monorail at Disney World. Uh, it's like, like you cannot centipede. move. Yeah. It's just human centipede. You just have not been there. sewn to somebody's ass yet. So, yeah. <laughs> it, it, like, it, Zach's is exactly right. You're going to wait 20 minutes to get a beer. You're going to stand there and you're going to hear Wagon Wheel for the 35th time. And that's when you're going to throw somebody through a window. So, just don't go in there. Two, and, two places I want to throw out yeah. that are outside of the downtown footprint that if you want to get in a car and go somewhere, you Shoney's? can. Yes, Shoney's. Wonderful Slim Jims. Uh, <laughs> the salad bar is to die for those ham cubes. Oh Keith, you know what I'm the talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, the Sutler on uh, 8th Avenue is a really cool spot for like hanging out at night. If you don't want to be in the mass of like, people downtown, they have really good bands there every night. They've got an upstairs and a downstairs. Like The, the upstairs has like the live band. The downstairs usually just has like house music going or whatever and it's more just like a hangout bar spot um but that's a that's a good spot and then i've got to throw out my uh, my home bar over on 12 south uh mafiosas um best the mayor mafiosas over best here. best pizza in town and it's not the oh, best it's, pizza in town okay okay so five five points that. pizza or mafiosas one of those two okay. is the best in town five points and we'll take it in the street right yeah now. okay yeah, it's well, definitely five points i i may be blinded by my love for mafiosas i mean you get but. invited to the company christmas party and you are not paid <laughs> by the company yeah so. you need to disclaim so yeah, yeah I, I will disclaim that or, i'm not saying it's not good mafiosas I mean, is good I've been going to Mafiosas for over a decade, and I know most of the people that work there. But like with CNN, I take dollars and Time Warner's got some shares in them. <laughs> yeah, but it is very good pizza. It's a cool bar to hang out at. They've got good beer on tap. I will say, it's, Urban Grub next spot. to it is yeah. actually really good. Yeah, uh, they dry age all their meat in house. They do have on Sundays a raw bar that you can actually go and do buffet style for brunch. 
if you want to go, if you've got like a little bit of time to kill it that you don't want to be downtown, going down to 12 South, you can spend an entire day walking up and down there trying different food and drinks and stuff like that. And it's a cool neighborhood. Let me, let me emphasize this about 12 South at night. <laughs> Do not go to 12 South during the day because of what Keith just said. You're going to run into 400 chicks that are going to try to take pictures in front of Angel Wings <laughs> and I Believe in Nashville. No, that, that, well, the I Believe in Nashville yeah. one, yeah. Oh, wait, the Angel Wings are not Yeah, the there? Angel Wings are in the Gulch. Uh, you can see how much I give oh, a shit about right. that. Um, but yeah, so there's not... Keith, I'm sorry, we were way off topic here. What, what, what are we discussing next? I don't know. Uh, so, I, thought, I thought we were going with that. Well, what let's let's do this. To do yeah, I want, to, I want to morph it We probably need to go to an ad read, though. Yeah, let's take a break. Okay. So okay. I, wanted to, I wanted to morph our, our next topic into this. Outside of the immediate downtown area, what what other parts of Nashville do you need to see? I know this is kind of a broad conversation. What I'm thinking of is like you've got the Gulch, yeah. you've got East Nashville, yeah. you've got 12 South, you've got um, Nashville, midtown. Kind, of the, kind of the midtown area, and yeah. then you've got West Nashville, Charlotte, which is kind of up and coming. Yeah. What What do you need to see? What do you don't need to see? And most importantly, what are the areas of town we don't need to venture into? So let's uh, let's go with Zach first. Um, just pick pick I, your, pick your area that you it, want to talk. about. I think you could be dropped off in several several areas if if you're looking to watch the draft. But not actively be downtown during the draft. Well, you'd be dropped off in Midtown and East let's, Nashville. Let's do this, okay? Let's assume that people are going to watch the draft downtown. I'm, ass- okay. I'm assuming that's why you're here. Yeah. You're either going to watch it in the street or you're going to watch it in the immediate area down there. The draft, or at least their viewing of it, is probably over with. They want to experience a little bit of Nashville past that. What, which what areas do you pick? I, what do you I would see? avoid Midtown, and I would actually advocate for Germantown. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. I think I think Germantown has a good mix of fine dining. It has a good mix of the bars down there. They have a neighbors down there, which is expansive. Uh, uh, neighbors, neighbors, Germantown. Yeah, very neighbors, nice. Germantown down there is pretty good. Uh, the beer garden that we went to with Buck, what was that? Uh, called? Von Elrod's. Oh, Von yeah, Elrod's. Elrod's. Cool place. Was, was good a food. Cool place. Yeah. You do not get good cell phone reception down there for Absolutely whatever not. fucking reason. <laughs> uh, I got a text from him like three days later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say that there's Fifth and Taylor down there, Henrietta Reds, as far as fine dining restaurants are, are concerned. They, they're they constantly building up. In fact, we just read in a uh, magazine that Lauren bought that there is a place on Buchanan, and then there's another place of a couple speakeasies down there as well. I think Germantown is a good place, good good place to get dropped off and kind of wander around. Uh, and Germantown is basically like, Maybe what half a mile north of yeah. Broadway. You, you, you get you. You're able to walk there, and you're Maybe also able to get kind of like the best of Midtown, the best of East Nashville in one place. Yeah, I, I would say that. And why why avoid Midtown? Uh, I unless you are a college person, yeah. which if you're paying to come to a draft and fly and everything, you probably aren't. But it is filled with the college graduate or yeah. co- in college student douchebags that you are probably going to tired a of. A lot of Vanderbilt kids. If, if you're 30 plus, it's really not for you. It's yeah. more of a 25 to 20, 
28, 29 kind of age range, it, which is fine for people. I, I was about I mean, to say, int- introspective, if, you're, yeah. if you are a college student listening to us, yeah, go to and that. that's your vibe, trust me, plenty of good college bars down there. there. Oh, yeah. So many yeah. men Winner, and women winners, that losers, you can hook up Yeah, winners, losers, rebar. I mean, listen, all I've, had, good I've had many a good night in all of those establishments. Patterson House. Yeah. Yeah, Patterson House is Patterson a cool Patterson House is good. If you're you're it's a different vibe it. from the rest of the area, yes. but you're going to wait in line. Too. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you are wanting to find men and women to hook up with for one night, that is the place to go. Or, if you're looking or for the rowdy. <laughs> if you're looking for the rowdy, yeah. the rowdy kind of, you Other know, but more ads. sophisticated Broadway, that's, that's what it is. It's a more sophisticated Broadway. It's a more... More trendy, hipsterish Broadway. It's college Broadway. Yeah, it's, it's college, college Broadway. Broadway. Yeah, it is. Um, it's just not my scene anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just too old for Mike, it. Mike, yeah. area of town? Um, area of town to avoid? You know, for me personally, East Nashville is just not my cup of tea. Like, it's fine. Like, some of the places over there are all right, but I, I've just never particularly found it all that interesting. Um, and like I said before about mafiosas, the 12 South area is kind of my favorite go-to spot away from downtown. Just, it's a little bit quieter. It's more relaxed, chill kind of setting where you can have a beer and talk to somebody. Um, mafiosas is there. Bar taco has some good food and drinks. Um, uh, Ember ski lodge is a kind of cool place. Ember ski lodge is very underrated. I've had a good, yeah. had a good time underrated. in that place. Yeah. Yeah. You do some shot skis. That's, yeah. Good Play time. darts. I, have I really my, good cocktails. My problem with East Nashville is, is that, okay, there's the good four bars where battered and fried is at and three crow and all yeah. that, but it's five it, points and beyond, beyond the, the edge. edge. Yeah. I mean, but they get crowded and then after that, it's a walk to everywhere. Yeah. There's nowhere to go. Yeah. No, you're exactly there. right. I've had, very, very good nights in in five points. But you're exactly right. Yeah. Once it gets crowded and you're tired of that, you're kind of stuck right there. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's not and unfortunately, like it or not, venturing outside of the five points area to try to walk to something else is not recommended. That's not no. a good idea. Because it's a it's a sketchy part of town. Yeah. It's it's gentrifying. There's all the things that come along with that. And it, once you wander outside kind of the the areas populated with the bars, I really just don't recommend walking anywhere over right. there. So that that's kind of a problem in its own I, right. I, so if you I, venture look, out there, yeah. you're going to be there. When I look at places I want to hang out, I like to look at places that I can drink and then walk. Because, I mean, that's what it's all about. It's all about drinking, eating, kind of venturing out, seeing different places, different venues. And 12 South is a great place for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Germantown's a good place for that. And East Nashville, only in this one confined area is. And Midtown... It's just kind of a pain to do it. Yeah. yeah, I will say in Midtown Tavern is one of my favorite spots. If you're gonna go to Midtown to hang out at, that's yeah, but got, good luck if you don't get a reservation. It's tough to get into as well. Yeah, it's good food though. Yeah, uh, if you enjoy music, if you enjoy the music enjoy industry, I do enjoy, and it. you want to see like historical music shit, mm. do not go to Music Row or Music Square. Oh, he's or so Music good. Circle. Yes. There's nothing for tourists there. There are buildings. You can say, oh, look, there's the Sony building. There's the Universal building, whatever. We have a Sony mm-hmm. building? Yeah. yeah. I've it's lived huge. here since 2003, <laughs> and I have no, no clue listen, what the Sony it, building I'm, is. I'm glad he's bringing this up, actually, because 
you see it more than we do. Yeah. I drive down Music Row every now and then. I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. I didn't even know that was here. Yeah. I just so, remember there's a shoe store around there. Yeah, there's off-Broadway shoes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's nothing. There's no other reason to, to <laughs> go. I literally remember that more than anything yeah. else over there. So, yeah, just don't go to Music Row. Uh, you'll just end up walking in a circle and be unsatisfied and have to get another Uber. Unless you like looking at... The statue, the there. naked statue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you enjoy that, I guess. But you have to cross the <laughs> which section you, right there. So. You have to be the person that's turned on by mannequins, though. Yeah. So good that's luck with that. Good luck, um, good luck with life. If, not but, judging. Hey, we don't judge you. Also, uh, do not go to the current location of the Grand Old Opry, which is no. way far away oh in Opry Mills. You're stealing my thunder over here. Unless oh, you sorry. have kids. If you have kids and want to just ahead. have them entertain themselves for a little while at the mall or whatever, sure. they could r- ride that stupid train around that runs people over. Yes. But. Here, here's some good <laughs> advice. Don't bring your fucking kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, problem you, solved. Better advice. If you're listening to this podcast and thinking, honey, let's try to have a child tonight, delay that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, draft to go off. to. If you want to go to cool music places that have history, go to the Ryman Auditorium. Yes. They have tours there that are cool. Um, it is also right downtown, so you are not s- just stranded there after you get done looking at it, taking pictures, taking tours, whatever. The Ryman and, is and one of my favorite places to go watch a yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, it, and it's and, my and that's just in Nashville. I'm talking about everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. There's going to be uh, concerts all downtown during oh, the yeah. entire yeah. draft, so live music shouldn't be an issue for you. Um, if you want to buy records or something like that, Grimey's is a pretty famous um, yeah. music store down here. I would recommend going and yeah. uh, contributing and helping out local music. But yeah, don't don't fall into the music road trap, please. Uh, he's, I mean, he's he's exactly right. Don't fall into music. Really, the best way to experience music row again, if you've got like some kind of Airbnb or something, and you're outside, of, just literally drive, drive down, down one it. side of it. Drive a little slow, piss everybody off, look around, drive up the other side of it, you're done in 20 minutes, yeah, if yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just, mostly office just take buildings. A look. Yeah. yeah, it's literally office buildings that people just do boring you're Excel not, spreadsheets. There's <laughs> a CMT building downtown. Okay, all it says is You can't is CMT. go into it. You can't I mean, take it's a tour. All, so. all you're going to see is that yeah. it says, oh, the CMT building, and right. it, that's, that's it. Like, you can't go in and do tours and right. all this stuff. And even if you did tours... It's a waste of your time because yeah. you're not going to see anybody famous nine times out there. Yeah. Have you seen a cubicle farm? It's like that. Except yeah. it's got a stage. <laughs> I would say I one little area that I'm a little partial to because I spent so much time there. There's not a lot there. Just a couple of bars. But like you were saying about the Sutler, I'm really partial to the Sutler and M.O. Rose right there. I love that I, little that's a, stretch. That's a good, Cinema, jump, that's Cinema, a good that's jumping a good off point. To like I'm heading really back downtown. The Sutler, I've never been. The Sutler's good. Sutler's the good. Sutler's good. And there's good. a new bar underneath that. There's a there's a bar. Yeah. The, there's a huge pool hall that's been yeah. down there forever. Yeah, um, it's kind of a grimy. It's grimy, like, but it's, I mean it's cool. If you're that close, I, mean, I think they just redesigned close? something. Yeah, they redesigned. Maybe maybe they redesigned. I haven't been down yeah. there in a long time. Yeah. I will say, but if you're a Trailer Park Boys fan, it's greasy. Yeah. But um. Yeah. The Sutler's cool. I love. I'm, I'm a partial fan of ML Rose over there. That ML Rose in particular. This is what's disappointing about Nashville is you'll have a couple little bars that have formed a little franchise or a little chain. Yep. ML Rose is one of these. Mm-hmm. The ML Rose on Eighth Avenue is some damn good late night food. Yes. I have not had that experience on the one on Charlotte. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this: it's the one right. in the HCA building, not that good either. But the mm-hmm. the one on Eighth Avenue is some of the best like blue cheese fries I've ever had. Yeah. Granted, it's like one o'clock in the morning. I've yeah. had a lot of drinks, maybe some fireball, maybe has to leave an establishment downtown. <laughs> but but the late night food there is pretty good. I really like the Eighth Avenue point as a jumping off. 
I was sitting here joking with Keith a second ago, I was stealing my thunder, but he's exactly right. What drives me nuts sometimes about when, like, uh, NFL is terrible about this, when they're doing, like, quick shots of the city or talking about the city, uh, you know, during a primetime game, the rare chances that we get those, they always show a shot of or talk about the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. If you are not familiar with downtown or you haven't been here in a long time and you're and you're foggy on your memories, <laughs> the Grand Ole Opry is, like, 25 minutes away from downtown. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah, the only thing that's out there, there is a gigantic hotel. One, it used to be one of the largest in the world. It's yeah. now some dwarf you know, by a lot of places. But if you're just into walking around a giant hotel and that's your thing, go wild. But the only thing that's out there is the Grand Ole Opry, which I graduated there from high school, and it sucks. <laughs> and there's You the, went to Grand Ole Opry High? Yeah. No, that's, that's where we had our <laughs> high school graduation. With its orange carpet and orange benches and ugh. But so <laughs> there's the mall, which is just an outlet mall that they tore down a perfectly good theme park for. Yeah. Not that so it's better. Disappointing. And, and the, hey, that theme park was the shit. And uh, the hotel sucks. And then across from the hotel is every shitty, shady, hole in the wall bar that yes. you could possibly imagine if They're you awful if you cannot make it on broadway and you are determined that you're going to keep playing wagon wheel you end up at <laughs> one of these bars out there across from the gaylord hotel extravaganza my ex-wife bitch is listening to that because she <laughs> played outside there bass pro fishing uh, yeah. i mean seriously if you want to go hear a terrible rendition of chicken fried i'm sure it'll happen out there but yeah he's so right just don't there's i'm telling you dude there's absolutely no reason to go to the Grand if you have to see a just bass no pro reason. shop just go online and look at it on the website because there's nothing you're going to gain from <laughs> there's it's nothing the same special thing. about it's that the same one either thing about going to the one in memphis everybody's like have you been to the memphis bass it's pro the shop biggest one in the I world i just want to go to the top of the pyramid and that's it i don't care about anything in between where i can go buy 15 different types of the same fishing vest there are there is that, are is that correct terminology fishing vest i think th- so there right. are cool bass pro shops nashville does not have one of them yeah, I don't even think there's cool Bass Pro Shops. I mean, in in, <laughs> a, in the relative scale of how cool a Bass Pro Shop could be, there are some. Nashville cool is one of the bottom. Okay. But again, That's just, what I'm saying, just to, you know, just to kind of <laughs> sum up where we're here, uh, Midtown is is Vanderbilt and is uh, going to be the college crowd. If that's your thing, good area for it. It's very crowded, hard to get in and out of. Plenty of bar and restaurant choices down there. If that's your scene. East Nashville is neat for what it is. With the, it's very hipster. It's five points. The five points area has a few little bars in there. Hard to get around. Kind of a dangerous part of town to walk outside of. Uh, Green Hills is where I live. It's a shithole. Don't come out here. Um, <laughs> there's nothing for there's you. There's nothing there's for really you nothing except heavy traffic there, and a really. mall that has a lot of stuff in it that none of us can afford. Unless you yes. have nothing to go to Trader Joe for whatever. If you want to see a five story restoration hardware store, yeah. go nuts. Um, <laughs> Stay out of Green Hills. Stay out of Green Hills. You got the 8th Avenue area, which is pretty neat, but very, very small. You've got 12 South, which is very cool. Um, you got some good areas out here. If if you've got any questions about any of these, right. feel free to send us a message on Twitter. We'll gladly elaborate past this mumbling that we've been doing. That, that at, is, at, at, at F-Words Pod. Or yeah. at Mr. Lebowski, or at Mike Miracles, or what's yours? Don't. Internet Keith. It's at Internet Keith, but, but I'm not on there. It's a dead account. <laughs> Departmentofeducation.edu. <laughs> but I want to I play off this real quick. I've been reading uh, a, a bunch of marketing books re- recently written by uh, Seth Godin. And 
the one of the books is is the, the all these establishments that maybe we talked bad about are successful establishments. There and the reason is is that they built a story. They have a certain niche, and everybody has heard of Legends and Tootsie. So everybody hearing about it, whether they had a bad, a good experience or a bad experience, they're gonna tell other people that they need to go to Legends or Tootsies because that's the hip place. Yeah. Don't fall into that. Please, please, please reach out to us and we'll we'll give you the truth. Yeah. We we told you that Tootsies and Legends as an example are not for us. Mm-hmm. We and we told you that we are not of a certain age crowd that likes Midtown. And we haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah. There's there so is much stuff to downtown. Do. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, no. Just there is stuff downtown that we haven't even gotten to, and frankly, we just don't have time. I mean, well, plenty of time just in the off season. But DM us. You've got like you've got the rooftop bar of what's the hotel in the uh, in the Gulch? The oh, um, uh, L.A. Jackson. L.A. Jackson. L.A. Jackson. You've got Fantastic. the roof of the Bobby Hotel, which is pretty damn cool. They got these igloos yeah. up there right now. There's a bus up there that There's you can get in. There's a bus up there that you can go The Gulch is low key really good. What's like, the it's the really Noel has a speakeasy down at the bottom. The Noel has Don't a, go to it. No? I went, yeah, and, no, it's, and, and it's not worth it. Hmm. it, it I'm, I want to save you having to wait in line and fighting for a drink. It's not necessarily that I believe that that place is inferior to other places. I just want you to maximize your time, and that's how we all are. We want you yeah. to maximize and enjoy your time. We want to be good hosts. <coughs> we right. want you to like us. Yeah. And go into the Noel and go into their speakeasy. It was you awesome. The, you talking about the hidden bar? Yeah. It was awesome to see the comic books everywhere and all that kind of stuff because I'm a comic book nerd. I loved looking at the comic books and, and pulling them off the shelf and, you know, <clears throat> even though she's not impressed, but talking to Lauren about them. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but it was not worth it once we got into the part where we're having to try to fight uh, – 13 people for a drink in a one inch square area. And I don't want that for other people. Yeah. I will not go back to that bar just because I do not want to have to fight all those people. It's not, it's not you saying that's a bad bar. It's just that I don't want to have to fight, you know, 15 people to go get one drink. Yeah. What, what and about, I don't want uh, you to either. I mean, like as, as a, as a host and I feel like we're hosts, we want to make sure that you ha- maximize your Nashville time properly. Yeah. Two two quick things. If you're listening to this and you're coming for the draft, you're probably a, you're at least a sports fan to some degree. Um, if you even if you don't like hockey, if the Predators are in the playoffs and there's a home game while you're here, try to go to it because it is legitimately one of the best sporting event experiences regardless of sport regardless of location in the world i mean that i predators hockey games are on it's a level of intensity that is almost unrivaled and i've been to a lot of different sporting events in a lot of different cities and the predators do it better than almost and anybody. if you're not a hockey fan you'll probably walk away being a predators fan yeah it, it's it's a great time tickets will probably be relatively expensive but not like stanley cup crazy um but try to go to one of those and then also the sounds i don't know if they'll be in town that weekend or not they won't they won't be the, their first home game 
of that week is the Monday before, and then they don't play okay. again until the Monday after. Okay. If you're here through the weekend, you, yeah. if you find yourself through the through that Monday night for whatever yeah. reason, by all means, go to Von Elrod, grab a sausage, and go to the game. Yeah. The games are fun. This is coming from somebody I can't stand baseball. Yeah. But the, just the social atmosphere is awesome. The sound, sound screens are great. They're, they're in a brand new stadium that's been open for, what, two years, I With think? With a killer view of the skyline of Nashville. Yeah. Great view. It's absolutely perfect for just sitting outside and enjoying some food and drinks yeah. and, like, just hanging out. You know, if you like baseball, if you don't, it doesn't really matter. Just go hang out. Watch the game. They they do a really nice job. It's a great atmosphere. And like like he said, you know, you walk out, you're in the middle of Germantown. You can go bar hop after or before, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, sounds baseball is a good time. For sure. I would like to ask real quick. Uh, the axe throwing bar that the Herndon brothers here, yeah. Keith and yeah. uh, Big Mike went to over the weekend is yeah. in East Nashville. Yeah. Yes. It's called it's Battle. Called Did y'all stab anybody? Yes. We, no. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's I mean, score, we, let's we, score change kind of I quickly. do not recall. I do I mean, not recall. My, my talked is, about that. My I thing do not is, recall. is that you have to take the axe and you throw it, you put it behind you. Yeah. And yes. You're drinking beer. Yes. I mean, did anybody sure. hit themselves with no. axe? No. No. It was no. all. It was very safe. The, yeah. the place is called Battle B A T L. Yeah. All capital. Did um, everybody hit the bullseye? Everybody hit the bullseye at least once. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. The, um, you, basically, it's it's like there's a bar. And it's kind of like Top Golf or like a bowling alley, and yeah. that you have which a we lane. have a Top Golf, by the way. Yeah, and oh, I want yeah. to kind of get into that. Top Golf is a great make those great reservations spot. way in advance. Yeah. So you kind of have a lane. Uh, you have like a viewing area for your group, and then um, you have an instructor for each lane who basically tells you where to stand, tells you how, like they instruct you on how to throw it. They give you like an, a a uh, round to try to like you know get used to it. And then you start like a tournament with your group, and then uh, you know eliminate each other until you. Are so the last somebody person. there, so, wait, is somebody there with other, you? Stab you? Yes. Stab each other? Yes. Kill yeah. Each other with? No. Uh, it's basically there's different uh, targets and different point values to those targets. So right in the middle of the bullseye is like five. So it's yeah. kind of like a then it's three and darts. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, kind of like one. darts, but with axes and. Yeah. There's rounds and stuff, but I'm not gonna get into it because. It's not good radio. Yeah, I mean it. It is. I mean, it was a very good time. Like awesome. I, I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. Like I was like, ah, you know, this sounds like it's going to be hard. It's actually easier than you probably think it is because yeah. I was thinking like, there's no way I'm going to be able to throw an axe and actually get it to hit a target and like stick. Yeah. But they they do teach you how to do it pretty well. Everybody in our group was able to do it. We had like yeah. 12, 13 people or something yeah, we, like that. Yeah, we had some girls who were not particularly athletic or coordinated who were able to do it. Yeah. So um, yeah. we also had a couple of like huge meatheads who were also able to do it. So I don't think anybody – I think everyone yeah. can probably be pretty successful. Is it easier it. than overhand throwing a cat onto the interstate? Yes. Depends right. on the yes, cat. Yes, I've tried. Depends <laughs> on the cat. Is it a chonker? Um, so I um, – and I completely lost my train of thought as soon as I was going to say that. But um, We're talking about cats. So wait, okay, the, I was going to yeah, throwing cats <laughs> onto the interstate. But um, is there somebody watching you throw the? What's yeah. to stop yeah. you from just putting this axe over your head <laughs> and turn around saying I'm going to launch it into that guy playing wagon? The wheel. criminal yeah. justice yeah. system mostly. Well, yeah. obviously, but, but yeah, but if you're have, like an axe murderer, you have instructors for every lane, so you basically have someone that is okay, scoring right. your game against whoever. There you're is one. Oh, so there's no, there's not even cheating at, or no relaxing during the game. Like, okay, if I play top golf and I suck at it and I suck at it halfway in the game. 
you know, I don't get kicked out of the I game. I mean, it's not like particularly long games. Yeah. Like you The frames go by really Yeah, fast. you have you each so do, it's like bowling. You each do yeah. five throws and then you go to the second game and you do five throws and they were doing like best of three. Yeah. Yeah, bowling I'm, bowling's I'm, a very good pace to compare it to. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm basically just asking because I'm trying to figure out what's stopping from somebody launching an axe to the crowd. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing I mean, technically, except for you'd go to jail. Societal expectations. But, but again, I mean, yeah. ex murderers. Yeah. And the and the power of friendship of course yeah <laughs> the power of friendship yeah but i i had a i had a really good time doing it it was very cool experience surprisingly fun yeah it, yeah it caught it cost like uh it cost 30 bucks i think for each person to do yeah. it but we were there for like a good yeah. two hours we had a pretty big group like 10 people yeah. and it took a took us like Few hours to. I get noticed through. that y'all didn't invite me or Lebowski, so that's noted. We don't well, trust you with taxes. <laughs> yeah, the, the, you, after, after the I line of questioning about what's stopping me from throwing it. Oh, at other I'm people. sorry, I didn't know y'all had Minority Report over here, and you knew that we were going to ask those questions. I'm just saying because <laughs> Mike and I have been in situations on Broadway in an establishment called The Stage where people like to throw punches for no reason, and I'm just thinking when this place opens up in the former Paradise Park. What's to stop some bedazzled jean affliction t-shirt wearing asshole from launching an axe into the crowd? It's a valid valid concern. I've had people hit me with a beer bottle for spilling a drink I I didn't spill. (laughs) So I'm just saying, you know, I do think Broadway is a particularly dicey place to put that bar. But yeah, that's for other people to argue. That's right. Uh, do we have anything else that we want to talk about before we close this one well, down? No, I'm I sure there's can, things we've forgotten. We can, uh, what about Axe's that podcast? magic? That magic place. Axe. What's it? What's it? What is you it? You have to wear a suit, so no. Magic uh, the Gathering? I'm totally Was out. it House of Cards or something yeah. like that? Oh, yeah. I've if you have to wear a suit, I'm totally out on the place. You have I to wear a suit? Yeah. No, let me, okay. It's very <laughs> fancy. I'm glad because, you brought this up because this is kind of what I want to end this yeah. entire oh, segment on. Yeah, we need to head on this. So, everything in Nashville up until about Jeff Ruby's. You can walk into these places with jeans on, mm-hmm. and that's can you kind still of not that's walk kind of places. Well, like I, besides no, besides but what I'm place. I guess where I'm going is that if you're even some kind of foodie or you've been to a nice place, it's probably crossed your mind at some point. Am I wearing something that I can go into oh, this yeah. place and eat dinner? Right? Is there a dress code? Because for the longest time with restaurants, that's been the thing. So Nashville. No matter where you go, 90% of the places you're going to walk in and that we talked about, you're not going to be uncomfortable walking in in jeans and a polo, jeans and a decent t-shirt. I mean, as long as you're not like strolling in and cut off shorts and a tank top, I mean, you, you should be okay. Well, even at Morton's, I've rolled in right. on with flip-flops, shorts, polo. And, and what, I'm, what I'm getting at here is that most of Nashville is pretty laid back that way. And House of Cards... Is, is not. pisses me off <laughs> because you you have the odd audacity to have a dress code. They're not going to last because of that. They're either going to have to change the dress code or this place is going to tell them to GTFO. We, we've already had two birthday parties. Uh, Lauren wanted to have my birthday party there, and then Musfelt wanted to have his birthday party there. And it was not had there because my birthday's in July. I am not having, I'm not wearing a fucking suit. But Lauren told me about it, and I went on the website and looked at the menu. Then I saw the dress code, and I go, no, we're not going. She goes, why? And I go, I'm not wearing a suit. And in she goes, July? you have to wear a suit? And she goes, I go, yeah, look at the dress code. And it's the only place in Nashville that has a strict dress code. And I will not 
wear a suit in the middle of July for anything. Yeah. The only reason why I bring up like Jeff Roos, because Jeff Roos is the type of place you walk in, and if you're wearing jeans and a t-shirt, you're going to feel real out of place. And then you might get looked at kind of strange. It's the kind of place that you feel like you need to throw on a sport coat or at least have something with a collar on it. But that's one of the few and far between. I'm telling you, most establishments in Nashville, it feels completely appropriate to just be wearing what you're wearing. And, and it's I got a problem with house cards because of that. Yeah, it's hard for some people, but I would technically just recommend, don't even worry about it. If you want to go Jeff Ruby's in a short and T-shirt and polo or jeans or whatever, just go. It's just one of those. Yeah. You you just just don't. Yeah, just don't you, overthink it. Yeah, you don't have to. You really don't it. have to overthink it. That's it, unless you the go larger to house cards. We yeah. will. We we do not recommend house cards unless you are a if you have fetish for wearing suits. Well, I, yeah. I will say this. I um you know we've got a few weeks um obviously coming up before the draft. We'll have more Titans news hopefully. Obviously, as soon as we start getting closer, draft projections that kind of stuff. If you have questions. Obviously, we want you to hit us up. If you have suggestions about this topic that we've had tonight that you would like us to expand upon, p- please let us know. We, we would absolutely like yeah. to take this conversation further. I feel like we've we've been a little all over the map, literally and figuratively, tonight with kind of restaurants and bars and stuff. If you have a segment you want to hear more about, if you just want to hear more about this in general, let us know. We would we'd love to kind of you know take this a little further if you want. Yeah. We will be your Nashville draft ambassadors. And I think uh, maybe this week, I think uh, Big Mike here, Mike Miracles, about yeah. to have a article, a re-updated article. Yeah, I'm. I'm basically. I've already done one kind of draft guide back when it was announced that we were getting the draft. But um, what I'm going to do is is kind of blow that out a little bit and add like maps, kind of showing where these things are and and stuff like that. So. To kind of try to give like a basic guide for Nashville in the draft, we'll cover a lot of that stuff in that article, and then I'll probably kind of re-release it with more stuff as we come closer to the draft to kind of give you and, an and idea. And to be as honest, anything that we come up with on the podcast, we will uh, put up on that article. Yeah, we'll 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 uh, whether he wants to or not. That's yeah. right. I'm gonna put it up there. I'll this, hack that. This is just gonna hack right into the yeah. the matrix and. <laughs> Throw all those works. zeros and ones. I'm gonna plug right in. You can tell we're all computer programmers. Yeah. That's right. Hacking into the matrix. Thumb drives. Just, am I right? Right. Yeah. Right. Pinging the nodes. That. Pinging some nodules. Tape drives. Brass. Let me get my DSL modem. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, efforts. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at, at EffortsPod, and uh, go to uh, Music City Miracles, like we just said, um, for Mike's. Uh, takes on all Titans things and uh, rate and review us on Apple podcasts or whatever else you're listening on. And, uh, and yeah, you've just been effed. We're football and other F words. We're some F Welcome to Nashville. You just got ambassador. And you do, you do not have to wear a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. Not required. We didn't even get to that. Oh yeah. We will next time. Oh, we will. But you do have to carry a guitar in the back. Yeah, that's, that's admission to the city. That's the only way that you can play outside Demises where you'll get found. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get famous in the karaoke bars. Give me the pasta. <laughs> <laughs>